Today on Sports Card Investor, a very important episode about when to sell and cards that you should think about selling right away. My name is Jeff Wilson. By day, I invest in tech companies. And at night, I invest in sports cards. Join me on my journey to profit from the hobby we all love. Hello, sports card investors, and welcome to a very important episode today, a juicy episode where we are going to talk about when to sell your cards to maximize your profit and also some cards that if these cards are in your personal collection, you really need to be thinking about selling them very soon before they potentially fall off a cliff into hobby obscurity. So a very important topic to talk about today. First though, we are gonna break some serious news. As you know from watching this show, this week is our virtual holiday sports card con here at Sports Card Investor. It is taking place Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on this YouTube channel starting at 8 p.m. every night. And some big news today. First of all, many of you out there have asked, is there a free trial of Market Movers? Can you try out Market Movers for free? For the first time ever in the history of Sports Card Investor, we are letting everybody who attends the virtual try Market Movers for free Tuesday through Friday of this week. To get your free trial to Market Movers, all you have to do is register for the virtual. Register for the virtual totally free by going to sportscardinvestor.com and clicking the virtual in the main menu bar. And when you register for the virtual Tuesday morning, we will email you your code to get into Market Movers for free and to try it out for four days. That's the first time we have ever done that. So go register for the virtual if you haven't already. Also, massive news about the virtual itself. First of all, eBay is going to be coming on the virtual and breaking some major news about changes to their seller and buyer policies in 2021 that should have a really positive impact on the hobby. They are listening to your feedback and they're going to be implementing a series of changes. Nicole Colombo, who's in charge of the whole trading card category on eBay, is coming on the virtual live to talk about that. You are not going to want to miss that. That is Tuesday at 8 p.m. Be on time for that. Also, uh, eBay has been an incredible partner about giving us some unbelievable product to give away to people watching the virtual. Check this out. They've given us two boxes of 2019-20 National Treasures basketball. They have given us a box of 2020 Prism football first off the line. The brand new product that just came out, you can chase Burrow rookies and Tua and Justin Herbert first off the line. We will be giving that out during the virtual. In fact, we're gonna be doing a break, a live break of that product with all of the slots going to people who register for the virtual. That's not it. They're also giving us a first off the line box of 2017 Prism Basketball, as well as some awesome baseball boxes like Triple Threads, all of which we are going to be breaking live during the virtual. You do not want to miss this, ladies and gentlemen. I am telling you, all you need to do again is register for this to be part of it. Go to sportscardinvestor.com and click on the virtual in the main menu bar. 
And our guest lineup is incredible. Uh, I can't go into all of them right now because there's there's too many, frankly, but we've got names like Darren Rovell, DJ Ski, and Hall of Fame baseball player Andre Dawson, who's coming on to talk about baseball cards and card collecting from the 80s and 90s. Incredible stuff. Join the virtual live Tuesday at 8 p.m. will be our first night streaming on this YouTube channel. Okay, let's get into our topic at hand today. And in order to illustrate the point that I am about to talk about in terms of when to sell, I'm gonna show you some very important data from market movers. Data, by the way, which you will yourself be able to access this week for free if you register for the virtual. So what I'm gonna do in market movers here is I'm going into the set and year charts, which is a, a feature that allows you to compare an entire rookie class together. And I am looking at PSA 10, I'm looking at Prism Basketball, first of all. I'm going to use basketball as this example. And I'm going to look at base Prism cards because those are the most popular, most common, most sold online in PSA 10 condition. That's specifically what I'm looking at. And I am only looking at cards that are worth $100 or more in value. And what I'm going to show you here, this is the 2019 draft class, the 2019-20 draft class. There are currently 11 cards that are $100 or more in value from rookies that year, from rookies that year, prism base, okay, 11. These are them, they're all in the graph, but let's go down here to look at them in a little more detail. So this is the current price of these cards. So your prism base cards, PSA 10, that are worth more than $100, you've got Bol Bol, Cam Reddish, Cam Johnson, Kobe White, Ja Morant, Keldon Johnson, RJ Barrett, Rui Hachimura, Siku, Tyler Hero, and Zion. Those are the 11 from 2019, the rookies worth $100 or more. Now let's go back to 2018. From 2018, there are nine. There are nine that are currently worth $100 or more. They are Colin Sexton, DeAndre Ayton, Devontae Graham, Jaron Jackson Jr., Luca, Marvin Bagley III, Michael Porter Jr., Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Trey Young. Those are your uh, ones from the 2018. Those are your nine from the 2018 draft class. Let's go back to 2017. From 2017, there are eight. Eight from 2017. They are Bam Adebayo, De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, John Collins, Jonathan Isaac, Laurie Markennan, and Lonzo Ball. Those are your eight from 2017 that are worth $100 or more. They're Prism base cards. Let's go back to 2016. There are seven. Interesting pattern that's developing here, isn't there? Your guys from twenty-seven, from 2016 rather are Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, Buddy Heald, uh, Karis LeVert, Jamal Murray, Jalen Brown, and Pascal Siakam. Those are your guys from 2016. Let's go back to the 2015 rookie class, shall we? There are six. Interesting pattern. There are only six from the 2015 rookie class that are worth more than $100, their base prism cards. Those are D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Tapps Porzingis, Montrez Harrell, and The Joker. Those are your six from the 2015 draft class. We go back to 2014. There are also six from 2014. Aaron Gordon, Andrew Wiggins, Joel Embiid, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, Marcus Smart, and Zach Levine are your six from 2014. Let's go back to 2013, where there are only three. There are only three. CJ McCollum, Giannis, and Victor Oladipo. 
there are only three cards from the 2013 rookie class that are worth more than $100 in PSA 10, their base prism cards. Notice that drop off? It's almost a stair step, isn't it? Every single year, one or two or three cards fall off from hobby relevancy. Those couple of cards every single year fall into irrelevancy in the hobby. Cards drive down underneath $100 and are on a train downward to almost becoming worthless. So while in your 2019 draft class, the guys, a lot of the guys we're currently chasing, your Zions and your Jaws and those types of guys, while there are 11 guys right now from the 2019 draft class that are worth $100 or more, there are only three from the 2013 draft class that are worth $100 or more. And when you go between 19 and 13, every single year, it drops down and down and down and down in the number of players that are worth $100 or more. And this, by the way, despite the fact I should mention that there were way fewer basketball cards printed in 2013 and 2014 and 2015 and 2016 than there were in 2018 or 2019. So if anything, if anything, the older cards should be more valuable than the newer cards because, because the supply is so much less. Yet, it's the newer cards that there is a much wider range of players that have a lot higher value. What does this tell me though? This tells me that a lot of those players that you are speculating on, a lot of those rookies that you are taking a chance on right now, those rookies are going to be worthless in the next five to seven years. And the only cards from this year's rookie class that are going to be valuable in five to seven years are the guys that in that time have gone to multiple all-star games and are on track to have a potential Hall of Fame career. Those are the guys that are gonna be valuable in five to seven years. All those other rookies that you're prospecting that turn into average NBA players, those guys will be worthless in the next five to seven years. So what is really important is for you to know and understand when to sell because it is perfectly fine to prospect. And look, I do it, I love it. We talk about it a lot on this show. A lot of times when we do our top five lists and all that type of thing, it's focused on you know, players from the last couple of years who people are prospecting on because their prices have really big swings and if they have a few hot games, their prices are going to shoot up, you know, like like a cannon, right? It's fun to buy the prospects cards, to tr buy the rookie cards, to try to predict who the next big guy in the hobby is going to be. It's fun to do that. I love doing it myself. But, but you better be ready to sell out of those cards if those players do not immediately get on a trajectory of really legitimately looking like they could have a very, very nice all-star Hall of Fame-esque career. Because the moment that it becomes obvious that those players are not going to get there, their cards are going to fall into hobby obscurity and quickly become worth very little. So be ready to get out of those cards when you need to. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go year by year from basketball for the last several years, and I'm going to tell you the guys who are on that borderline right now. And it's easy to tell. You just simply need to look at the guys who are close to that $100 threshold, who are just a little bit above that $100 threshold. 
Because those are the guys who, if they maybe even this next season do not really perform and show that magic of potentially becoming an all-star Hall of Fame type player, those are the guys who could fall off the cliff as soon as this upcoming season. So be ready. So let's look at who some of these players are. So we're going to start with the 2019-20 draft class. Your guys who I think are most in danger of falling into hobby obscurity are going to be Bol Bol, Cam Reddish, Cameron Johnson, Keldon Johnson, and Siku. Those are the five who are currently over $100 who may not be over $100 by the time this next season ends. Now, by the way, there are plenty of other guys that you may be investing in who aren't even at the $100 mark today, so I'm not even including them. But if you have a guy like, let's say, Kevin Porter Jr., whose cards are a little bit below $100, but he's in this rookie class, he's in extreme danger you know, of, you know, this guy really has to perform this next season or his cards are going to really start to hit a decline point. And the reason why that's going to happen is because we're going to have a whole new rookie class this year. So there's going to be a new set of 15 or 20 guys that we're all chasing. Prism's going to come out in a couple of months and all of a sudden we're going to be talking about this new rookie class and what they're doing in the games and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of these borderline guys from the 2019 class, people are going to quickly lose interest in those players. Yes, we're going to continue to pay attention to Zion and Jaw and Tyler Hero for some time to come. Uh, but beyond that, everybody else is in a little form of danger of potentially falling off the radar pretty quickly. And especially the guys who I just mentioned, whose cards are already teetering around that $100 price point or below they have the potential of hitting a cliff unless their performance, unless they really show something this year or, or in the next couple of years for sure. All right, let's go back and look at the 2018 class. Who are those guys who could fall into obscurity this year? Uh, those guys are Devontae Graham, Marvin Bagley. Those are the main two, Devontae Graham and Mar Marvin Bagley. Maybe Colin Sexton, maybe Jaron Jackson Jr., those would be guys who we need to keep an eye on this season. But if you have Devontae Graham cards, if you have Marvin, Marvin Bagley cards, we got to see something. And if we get halfway into the season and these guys are not showing positive progression in their trajectory, you got to start to get a little bit nervous about that cliff that is coming potentially that they could fall off of at some point in time, right? Let's look at the 2017 draft class. Your guys who you really have to worry about here are Jonathan Isaac, Laurie Markennan, and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, the great Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, who I have been a you know, believer in on this show. I've talked about Lonzo Ball. The truth of the matter is this is an absolutely critical year for Lonzo Ball. He needs to come out and show that his offensive game is further improved, that he can shoot the three reliably, that he can be a playmaker and a difference maker. And if he doesn't show it this year, Lonzo Ball is going to fall into hobby obscurity soon, as will Jonathan Isaac, as will Laurie Markennan. These are guys you have to worry about. They're, they're teetering on that level. And if you have players whose cards are already below $100, 
they may be too far gone. It's, it's, you know, a player who's been in the league for three or four or five years and their prison base card isn't even at that $100 point in PSA 10. Those guys really uh, could be in a bad spot in terms of nobody really caring about their cards. Their cards literally being in the dollar bin a few years from now, right? Let's go look at the 2016 draft class. The guys who you need to worry about in this class Really, it's just Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald is the one guy from the 2016 draft class who is really teetering at that danger zone. Uh, Karis Levert would have been if we rewind the clock till, till earlier this year, but he had a great performance in the bubble. His cards have been going up a lot. There's a lot of interest in him leading into this season. So um, I, think, uh, I think he's going to be okay for this season at least. But he's got to come out and he's got a ball this season, right? Or he could fall off that cliff as well. Let's go back and look at 2015. The guys who you need to be worried about in 2015, uh, Montrez Harrell, you got to be concerned about him. And to a degree, D'Angelo Russell. You know, it's time for D'Angelo. You know, D'Angelo Russell has had a lot of excitement around him, a lot of hype around him. He's obviously been on a few different teams now. We got to see something from D'Angelo Russell this year. We've really got to see that his career is on track for him to do some special, special things. Or he may be a guy that starts to quickly decline as this season goes on and as we go into you know future seasons. From 2014, you've really got to worry about Aaron Gordon. You've really got to worry about Andrew Wiggins. And you've really got to worry about Yusef Nurkic. Those guys from 2014 definitely in danger of falling into hobby obscurity in the upcoming years. And then from 2013, it's CJ McCollum and Victor Oladipo. Both of those guys, CJ McCollum and Victor Oladipo, they could fall into hobby obscurity. They could fall into the dollar bin. Literally, they could fall into the dollar bin a few years from now, unless we start seeing something more from them this season. So, Another important point from this conversation today. If you are a long-term investor, if you are the type of person who wants to buy cards and hold those cards for 10 or 20 years, if the taking chances, taking risks, prospecting, flipping, buying a player, selling out of that player in a year, if that is not for you, then most names that I just mentioned are not for you either. You should only be investing in blue chips because you can see this drop-off that is going to occur with many of these players that we, you know, that, that prospectors and that speculators that, and rookie chasers are going to experience. And look, I love prospecting and rookie chasing. I love it. But, but personally, I have my own collection, my own investment cards split into different groups. And I, I did an episode on this a long time ago about different categories of sports card investing. I think I called it the five different categories of sports card investing. And I said, look, it's fine to speculate on rookies and prospects, but that is a highly risky class of investment. And you need to be ready to get out of those investments as soon as you're turning a profit and feeling good about taking some chips off the table. Or even if you're not turning a profit, you need to be ready to cut your losses before it's too late and those cards end up in the dollar bin, right? And so, um, but, you know, the, the another type of investing, another, another category of investing is those guys you want to invest in and hold for the next 10 years, the next 20 years and not worry about them. 
And in terms of the players from 2013 through current who would fall into that class, it's probably Giannis. It's probably uh, Luca. Beyond that, you're taking a little bit of a chance potentially with anybody else. Maybe Jason Tatum, maybe Trey Young, maybe Jamal Murray. But, but even with guys like that, you still have the danger that five years from now, seven years from now, those guys aren't really sought after. They aren't really, you know, they haven't done enough to prove that they are really Hall of Fame-esque type players. So be careful, be careful. And I believe in Trey and I believe in Jason Tatum. I think they're going to go on and be great players, but but be careful. If you're a long-term investor, even with those types of players, truthfully, you are better off with your LeBrons. You are better off with guys like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan buying your blue chips or going even older, going into vintage basketball, getting your Birds and your Magic Johnsons, your Julius Irvings, your Wilt Chamberlains, just, you know, the vintage, the Hall of Fame, or the current players who are way established, like a guy like LeBron, who you know that that his cards are going to have relevancy for many, many years to come. If you're that long-term investor, look there. Because this shows you the danger. The danger of owning those rookie cards and speculating on those guys who could very well fall off the cliff into hobby obscurity in the next five to seven years. Okay. I hope I offered you some good takeaways today. I hope you enjoyed this. Once again, folks, go to sportscardinvestor.com and click on the virtual. I want to be able to give you this free access to market movers so you can go into the product and do this type of research yourself. Register for the virtual. You will have that free access Tuesday through Friday of this week and join us live at 8 p.m. Tuesday. That is when eBay is coming on to make those big announcements and the giveaways are going to be fast and furious. 8 to 11 p.m. on this YouTube channel, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, the virtual holiday presented by eBay. It is going to be awesome. I will see you there. Take care, everybody.